Hello and welcome. This is Aspen Talks Health and I am Dr. Nicola Siso and today I am joined with Amy Lynn Johnson. She is one of those people that the minute you meet her, you instantly fall in love. I couldn't adore her more. I knew it from the absolute beginning. She has a a bright light that is just, it you just radiate. And I was so attracted to you right away. I knew it. Thank you. <laughs> it's true, you just have such a beautiful spirit and I'm really grateful that you're here to share it with us today. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Love to share. So Amy has an environmental degree, but she turned fashion designer. She decided to follow her heart instead and I love this story. And your, and your clothing line, Chaos, it's absolutely beautiful clothes and Thank really you. well designed. So fascinating history you have with um, a battle with ovarian cancer and Hashimoto's disease. Can you please lead us through our, your journey and how did it all come about? Well, first of all, it was never a battle. So I feel that we create everything. And if we do, then we can heal everything which is great because it gives you so much power from within. So when I was diagnosed, I was a little confused, but I remember my chiropractor always said, if you give your body the right tools, it can heal itself. And that just kept coming up and coming up. So I didn't let the fear come in and I got all the information surrounding me and I chose an alternative therapy because it felt the best for me and choosing what I thought felt good and um, so I choose the Gerson therapy Interesting. to heal. Uh, so, well, well, I definitely want to touch on that, exactly what that meant, but how did it even come about? How, do you know what caused or where were you in your life? What? Um, so I studied every angle of it because I feel like your body is a tipping point and your body's amazing. It can do so much for you. But if it gets overloaded with the stress, with anything else going on in your body, any kind of toxins, environmental toxins right now, everything's really compromised. So our immune systems are compromised and they're working very hard. But there is a tipping point and I had that tipping point. So after the diagnosis, I studied everything because I wanted to make sure I changed everything that wasn't working for me in my life because I love life and I want to be in it. And I was only 42 when I was diagnosed. So, um, so I studied, um, Gerson has you get a holistic dentist to check out your teeth because a lot of dentists just do the regular x-rays. And so when I did a peripheral x-ray, I found out I had an infection under my tooth that I didn't even know about. Oh, wow. And they say most, most diseases start in the mouth. So I was blown away and I remember six months before that when I had my teeth cleaned, the um, hygienist jabbed the gum and blood spread out. And I didn't know, I never take antibiotics, except Gerson says if you have dental work, you have got to take antibiotics for a week after because food could get in there and infect it, and that's what happened. And then my tooth died, and I didn't even know it. It wasn't discolored. There was no pain. But when you have something going on, an infection in your body, it's like the house on fire. The entire immune system goes to put the fire out. And so everything else that's been going on in your body that it's been working hard to move out as far as endometriosis I had, which was manageable, terrible cramps, but, um, and then cysts, which would move out. But once the body has to work on something else, then the body encapsulates where the problem is and starts a tumor. So a tumor is actually a gift for your body's a good thing because it's protecting you, but everybody thinks of tumors as bad. Um, but what it's doing is it's protecting you until it can slow down somewhere else and come back 
and heal that area. So people have tumors growing and leaving all the time while your body's, you know, working on different things to help you stay balanced and healthy. Interesting. So we'll just get really personal. Um, I was considering um, having a baby. So I went to, I saw this billboard, and this is part of intuition guiding you. I saw this big billboard that said fertilitypartnership.org. And um, it just felt nice that it was partnership. So I was driven to go there, and I got up on the table, and that's how I found it. So I didn't have any symptoms. I'd never felt better in my life. I was healthier than I ever thought. I was already organic and juicing and yoga and everything. Um, there was just other things going on in my body. I was in Peru the year before and got parasites, which didn't clear out with just what they do in the Western medicine industry. And so those were going in my body. There was you know, a lot going on that I wasn't even aware of. So it was a good awakening to find that. And then I could clean it all up and get aligned. Beautiful. So how, do, how tell us about the cleanup job. So it's, it's, um, I chose it because it's cold-pressed juicing, and I love juice. It just makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, I thought that's all there was because I didn't research it fully. I was just like, yes, I want to heal with juice. And then I realized it was two years long. You couldn't leave your home. You couldn't eat outside of your home. You were, you were resting and healing, so you couldn't work out. And I was a huge, you know, talk about peak performance. I was a huge workout person um, with yoga, running, golf, tennis, you name it. And so that was a really hard to just stay home and do nothing. And um, it involves the juicing, 13 juices a day, all organic, cold-pressed, yeah. one every hour to support your immune system to help it get back in line so it can heal you. And then also, um, this is the hard one that people have trouble with, is coffee enemas, yeah. which are actually really, really good for your body because it helps release the bile to collect the toxins and move them out fast. Otherwise, you might have more healing reactions when the toxins are leaving from your cellular system. So it gets it out fast. And um, supplements, of course, to support your body. And then three big meals a day. Like you could eat as much food as you wanted. It was beautiful, but it's all whole foods, fruits and vegetables, specific fruits and vegetables, and that's it. Interesting. That's a lot of juice, 13 a day. It's a lot of juice. Eight <laughs> ounces. Yes. Okay, so small. It's so small a, juice, okay, eight ounces. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did they promote wheatgrass as well? No. No. Interesting. That was one of the, um, so it's all about what's easy on the body, right? So if it's okay. not easy to digest, it's going to take a lot of energy to digest, and you need that energy to heal your body. So everything on the list, your body recognizes it, it digests it with low energy, amount of energy, and then it distributes it where you need it. So it knows what everything is because it's in its whole form. Right. And wheatgrass, they call it aromatics, things that cause more trouble with digestion. Could be wheatgrass, could be basil. I mean, some surprising things. Certain fruits and vegetables you couldn't eat. Um, spinach you can only eat cooked because it's a little acidic when it goes into the system. And the, another deal is balancing the system into an alkaline system. Because yeah. only disease, dis-ease, can exist in acidic environments. Right. So... So, yeah. And the fruit and vegetables should have helped with of getting, getting that balance right back. Yes, and it's really fascinating because even avocados, you couldn't have the fat because fat slows down the, the detoxification. It's really fascinating. So no fats. The only fat you could have is a, a cap of flax oil twice a day. And this is the Gers Gerson. 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 Gerson yeah. technique. Uh, w w did he allow mild exercise or... or 
You could do a little yoga and stretching. Yoga and stretching, walking. But he doesn't okay. want you like revving up your system and got it. You know. And it took two full years before the. The reason why they do two years, it doesn't necessarily know if it takes two years, um, but they want the liver to completely rejuvenate. So what it does is just, it just completely regrows. Re so you have like almost like a brand new liver. It's like you're rebirthed. And that way it's clean and it can do its job. And they say it usually takes about mm, probably 16 to 18 months, but they want to go 24 just to make sure. So you were already healthy before, to some degree, healthy with your diet I was, before. So my friends would say I'm, I was healthier than anybody they knew. So this wasn't a huge transition for you, or, or was it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a huge transition because I couldn't work, so I had ah, to shut down my company. Interesting. I couldn't leave the house. I'm a huge socializer. You know, right. you can't go out and socialize yes, at all. Yes, you are. Um, I didn't drink much, but I had a glass of wine every once in a while, zero alcohol, you know, um, studied the water system. I didn't understand fluoride at the time. I didn't understand everything that's in our water. So I had to completely change the house for the watering system. And on Gerson, you don't even drink water. You just drink juice. Interesting. Because water is more of, it doesn't really hydrate you. It more washes things out. Right. Whereas juices hydrate your body. Yeah. Um, it was a huge change. And then when you physically detox, you emotionally detox. Right. And things come out that you don't even know that's in there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you do. It's a it's a hand in hand. You cannot heal physically without healing emotionally and spiritually. It all just goes hand in hand. Right, because you store emotions in your organs. Mm -hmm. And then there's also castor oil. You had castor oil every other day, and that really took the emotions really out. Yeah, oh wow, it was deep. Did you have? Was it visuals? Was it? A, did you feel energy moving or what? Um, a lot of anger, which I didn't know I had because I'm not really an no, angry person. Not at all. I wanted to like punch doors and I was, I was like, who is this? <laughs> but that's what your liver, you know, all the anger gets stored in your liver. And, um, and yeah, just different things like my mother wouldn't visit me on castor oil days. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I needed to be alone. Yeah. It's amazing what you discover that you don't know is going on inside. Wow. And now it's so, so you get so clean that it's beautiful because you know when you're a little off or you know when your body doesn't like something immediately. Mm. You know, yeah. you know when you were young and the first time you had some alcohol or some coffee, you were like, ugh. I mean, I was. But everybody was doing it and you just slowly kind of wanted to socialize and get in the culture. And, and now I know, you know, I know it's, it's, it's your body's telling you, yeah. I don't want this. You, your body actually numbs itself to the the toxic effects in order to keep you alive. Yeah. Because if you were to consume a significant amount of alcohol every single day and it didn't do that, it would kill you very quickly. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. What were some of the... Did you have any mental practices? Well, um, yes. So most of it was just to be still and be quiet. And I started a garden. I grew a garden and... I would stare at the garden growing. It was so amazing. And the last, those two years were beautiful. Like I thought it was going to be the worst two years of my life. And it was actually, when I look back on it, it was so beautiful. And so many people from the community showed up and were bringing me vegetables and were changing their own lives because I was, I was doing a blog and putting it on Facebook and people that they knew that they knew. I'd have random people come up and say thank you so much because they completely changed their lives. Wow, Just from beautiful. the information being told. Because a lot of it 
we don't think about it, you know? Right. We don't think about it. We've just become such a process nation, and we want everything to happen fast and quick. And everything is energy and the intention you put into it, right? Whatever you think is. So this, act, I didn't have, I had a spiritual practice before, but it got really strong going through this. And then I got into meditation. And then I started to understand how every, all the signals work and how the mind works and the thoughts and, and how we're creating everything. And it was pretty beautiful. So every morning now, first thing I wake up, I meditate, get my intention set for the day do some yoga to get my body moving. And um, I feel amazing. And if I miss, if I miss a day, I know it because a day, I'm just not in the flow. Right. You know, my, my head's not clear and things are more difficult and I don't feel all the help, you know, that we all have constantly to guide us on our way. Is there something that you repeat in your mantras every day that you, to remind yourself of? Or how do you get into that flow? All day. <laughs> I'm a big I am person. Good. Because I am and then that. So whatever I feel I need more of for that day, that's what I fill that word in with. Love that. So, it, you know, it's kind of because we're different every day. We wake up every day differently. Um, the whole the, the day is new. When we go to sleep, all energy subsides. When we wake up, the only thing that revs it up is our mind, right? right. Yeah. So if we have a clear head and set our intentions, then we are better on our way. Hmm. Very true. And I always say I'm healthy. Because <laughs> I am. You are healthy. Yeah. Energetically, at least. I mean, I haven't searched you physically. <laughs> searched. That sounds so funny. Uh, but it, it did take longer than the two years to heal the Hashimoto's. The Hashimoto's took a little bit longer. Because, um, you know, it, it takes a long time to get your body into a dizzy state. So it takes a while for your body to get back to balance. So I feel like the meditation really helped with uh, Hashimoto's. Hmm. You, you had mentioned to me that you like to wake up at 5 a.m. Yes. Why? That's magic time. Yes. It's before everything stirs. And it's really quiet. And it's so clear. And that's the best time to meditate. Yeah. You just, it just opens everything up to unlimited possibilities. Beautiful. It's true. It is a gorgeous time. So what are some other tools? You mentioned meditation. You move your body with yoga, uh, the detoxing with coffee enemas. Mm -hmm. I still do one a week. One a week. And after, I always write because I'm so clear. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, your, your energy just, and you are just, you're so clear. There's no veil. There's no... Um, interference or disturbance or toxins you're taking a poop no you're taking them out and it's amazing how <laughs> like this was with such awe to me how directly related it is when you remove something from your body how much better you feel mm, so true so what in your belief systems has changed mm, that's a big one um i believe we can do anything yeah. and that has expanded i mean i i get it now we are in charge of our destiny and also I've worked really hard on not holding on to new emotions that are happening, just letting them move through. And um, I believe everyone can heal themselves. I believe everybody has a light inside that they can shine bright and has special gifts. And if they'll allow themselves and slow down, because the biggest thing is as our society has gotten so fast and we're so overstimulated that even if we did know what we want, it's really hard to get clear with that and move towards it because you're always being diverted from it constantly. So I've learned um, 
to really clear a lot of that out and be a bulldog about it, you know? Like, I'm not gonna jump on the computer for an hour, you know? 20 minutes is my max. That's supposed to be kind of the magic time where you're on 20 minutes, you get up, you walk around, you move around. If you have to go back, go back. But 20 minute increments for your body to move and also not to stare at a box for more than 20 minutes at a time. Ha. Tell me more about uh, your current project. I love it. It's practicing. Mm -hmm. You're living... Oh, so I read this book called The... Um, well, I read The Untethered Soul, and yes. then he talked about... By Michael Singer, and then he talked about the, exper the surrender experiment. And I thought that was really interesting. So I decided to practice it. And I also learned a lot of practice tools through Dr. Joe Dispenza, with his, yes. his meditation and his neuroscientist. And so for the last two years, I've been, I sold everything and just let go of everything to let go of that cellular memory, because... You know, you have memory with everything, just to start clear. And I wanted to be seasonal, so I decided that I love great weather. And so I wanted to be in California in the winter, Colorado in the summer, and then St. Louis spring and fall, which is where my company is, and I do my clothing line. And I only wanted to work in the spring and fall, just bring a line out in spring and fall, and it's enough. And it happened faster than I thought it would. What, so what and is I love it here. Again? I'm actually staying here longer than just summer. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy. And I just had my first show here last week. It's fantastic. It was wonderful. So I'm practicing living in the unknown, which means you cannot have any ideas about how anything should show up that you want to manifest through your heart. Um, just put the intentions out there and allow it to show up however it does. And also believe in unlimited possibilities. That's, there's so much available beyond what we know in this what's stored in our cellular memory, right. right, in our files. So if you can open that up and just allow it to show up, it's magical. It's, yeah, I, I totally agree. And you really have to not make a lot of plans, too, because you can't fill up your days, which I was a huge planner. Like, I feel like the more you plan, the more you got done. If you open up your day and allow it to show up, you'll actually accomplish way more than just being busy. Huh. Interesting. So it's not having expectations. Yes. You can have a little, a little structure, a little well, you can push. Have intentions. Intention, that's the word. Intentions. Uh -huh. Set your intentions and make sure they're what you truly want. When you set them, take a deep breath. Breathe through your heart because your mind might get in, involved and think it wants something else, stimulated by what you already know or outside stimulation by society. Huh. Okay, and then you release it and you say... And you I, let it go. I'm open to what shows up. Let it go. And it, the more you let it go, the faster it shows up. <laughs> I love it. But it will show up in ways you, you're, you're just like in awe. You had no idea. Beautiful. Yeah. That's so, it's so much more fun. It's so much more fun. It's like we're in this, I mean, we're supported so much. It's yeah. not just us trying to push and drive and make things happen. It's about a collaboration with everything. Right. And how much comes into play, just uh, just crossing paths oh, at the yeah, right the, time. I know. And something opens up so magically. Yeah. It is incredible if you think about how it, uh, it's all it's orchestrated. It's all intertwined and all orchestrated. Yeah. It's almost like if you can step back far enough, you can just watch your movie play. So you think part of this, all of this kind of releasing and, of course, the shift in the diet and, and the detoxing, that all helped you... Sh release the yeah before the diagnosis I was I was on my spirit I guess practicing what I knew spiritually and I just wanted to be as as bright a light as I could be 
Yes. And I feel like that's why this showed up because I, I didn't think I was toxic, but everybody has something inside of them. And we actually, when we're born, we come in with whatever our parents had. Whatever our parents had, they came in with. And unless you detox it out and do a rebirth mentally, physically, emotionally, you're reacting to things in a way that sometimes you don't even understand because it's in your subconscious right. and it's just happening. And then you become this person and you think, oh, this is just the way I am. You're only the way you are the way you want to be if you really stay in the present moment and choose. But if you use all of what you inherited and learned through family, through where you live, all your surroundings, then you're being molded not the way you want to be molded but by everything else. Right. Does that make sense? I've been learning lately that instead of being in the movie, it's almost like you learn to sit back and watch and be the silent observer of even your thoughts and your experiences. If you can shift to that place and kind of, it's almost like you detach. And it, it, Eckhart Tolle says it great. You sit in a, it's like you sit in a chair and you're just watching a movie. Yeah. And, and you just let the scene keep changing. One minute yeah. you're in your car and the next minute you're at your office and, yeah. and you just keep letting, allowing it shift and, yeah. and not being so active. It's hard to do though. When you, when you know, you've got bills, you've got kids, you've got, how do you, well, then you maintain that? Well, then you realize once you start watching it, yeah. how you're in charge. <laughs> I mean, in a charge, not in a way that you're making it happen, but you are choosing to get in the car, to drive to work, to, right. you know, you chose the wife, you chose the kids, you chose, you know, yeah. it's a choice. And once you take responsibility for that and take out whatever you're not enjoying about it, yeah. then you can just live in bliss and allow things because we are in abundance. And when we, when we get in that small mindset about, you know, all those things, those little things we have to do, which, which is responsibility, you still are going to pay your bills. But if you focus too much negative attention on it, yeah. it doesn't allow those bills to maybe be paid in another easier way. Right, right. Right? Yeah, what you're saying is also, I've learned it this way, is you shift from have to to get to. That's nice. And also, want? do you want to? I want to. Do I, you want to? But it, so whenever I'm going to do something, I'm like, do I want to do this? Do I need to do this? You know, I kind of go through that whole thing. And then I love to serve. I think serving is the most, I mean, we've talked about that, it's the most fulfilling thing there is. So, and I feel like we're all here to serve. Before I serve, though, I always ask myself, does this compromise you? It's a good question. Because if it does, then I don't serve, even though I have the time, I have the availability, I have the resources. But if it's compromising myself, then it's not good for them or me. Right. So it's a good question to check in with. It's true. I think as women, especially, we like we take on more than we can. Yeah. Or, or can is not the right word. We can take on <laughs> so much, but more than energetically we should, and then we at, at the sacrifice of our own health. Well, we're also a doer society. Right. We're we're. I mean, from when we're born, we're like do 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 do. The more you do, the more the better you are. The more successful you are. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And actually, what I learned at Esalen. Um, in April, which was so beautiful, is that all we need to do is hold the light. Yeah. You know? And the more you hold the light, the more light surrounds you. And it's really beautiful. And we're meant to be receivers. You know? We don't allow things to happen. We always want to change everything. So, yeah. and... That, for me, I've noticed, comes from uh, uh, defining myself by achievement. 
And so I feel more worthy and more self-acceptance, self-love as if I'm achieving. And I think that, that gets installed at a the young age, one thing age I've been too. working with in my company, because another thing I was working too hard when I was diagnosed, yeah. I was stressed because I thought good stress was good. It pushes me through because I was an athlete, and you know, you want to push past your right. limits. You are always in fight or flight mode under stress. Even when you're driving the car, you're in fight or flight mode. You're ready. You know, your mind's ready in case something happens. You're not relaxing. You may think you're relaxing, but you're, you're on call. And so if you're always in fight or flight mode, your body cannot absorb nutrients. It cannot heal. It's ready to save you, right? Mm. So, um, so what I've learned is, you know, to, to slow that down, to allow things to happen. And I was getting a point with this, but it yeah. kind of got sidetracked. But, um, but yeah, the fight or flight mode is something really to, another tool to keep an eye on. Because you know when you're in fight or flight mode or when you're in relaxation mode. Right. So when you sit down to eat, look at your food, relax. Some people are running and eating or in the car eating or, you know, your body's not gonna digest and take the nutrients if it has to do all these other activities. It can yes. only do so much. You taught me that, to stop and just bless the food before you, sh I just, go right to shoveling it in my face, it's terrible. But yeah, and no, you stop and bless it and you actually, you can feel you can the energy. You can feel the energy and, and then being grateful. Yeah. Because we become such a habit because food is so, I mean, here where we, and, you know, it's, it's pretty prevalent and easy to access. There's grocery stores. It's not everywhere in the world. But we just think, take it for granted. And before we put it in our mouth, you know, be thankful for it. All that grew it, prepared it, and partake in it. Right. And all the beautiful, and, delicious And then I asked my body to receive it, you know, because everybody's listening. Every cell in your body is listening. I love that. Oh, I could talk to you for hours. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me here. For it was such me. a pleasure. And uh, please, I want people to check out your chaos line. Oh, you're shifting from chaos to clarity real quick, if you can so, tell us about that. Words are very big to me. Um, they have a vibration that you resonate with. And in 1999, I came up with this girl named Chaos, because I knew I, I, now I know my life needed to mix up. And it was about a girl who was finding her way and keeping calm inside. And in engineering, because I did an environmental engineering degree, they always taught us there's order within chaos. So I really like that. So for 10 years, my business built on that. And now it's kind of shifting because this new word's coming in, which is interesting. It's called clarity. Love it. And what's interesting, when I got diagnosed with the ovarian cancer, it was clear cell carcinoma, which is a really aggressive, um, high-grade um, cancer. But I was like, clear like that's so interesting because most cancers have this long name you can't even pronounce I thought that is such an interesting name huh. so I love it because I feel like the journey has made me very clear and I love the word clarity with a k and so it's shifting and I'm working on a book called chaos to clarity just to you know I love to share everything I've learned because you're not ready to know until you're ready but if you are I want it to be available for people to have oh I'm sure so many people could learn from what you've learned Absolutely. Uh, I can't wait for your book. And thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys on the next Aspen Talks Health Show.